0: What if someone close to you just vanished one day? That happens to tens of thousands of families a year in Japan. Tim, that's simply terrifying. And Jake Adelstein, author of Tokyo Vice, has been covering Japan's criminal underworld for 30 years, and he has seen more people disappear than he'd care to, including his old accountant who, as it turns out, was getting up to a lot more than taxes. On Campside Media's latest podcast series, The Evaporated, Gone with the Gods, Jake and his co-host Shoko Plamback try to track him down, and along the way, they explore what's really happening with Japan's mysterious missing people. There's a name for them Johatsu or the Evaporated. And subscribers to The Binge can hear the entire series ad free right now. Otherwise, listen weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Steve thought right away that was a strange place for the meeting, especially since Morimoto's accounting firm was on the other side of Tokyo, which is also where he lived, supposedly.
1: At that point, he told us he was living in Tachikao area, which is far removed from. Shinjuku.
2: But of course you'd go to your friend if they need help. So we went there and met him, and we
1: talked to him for a while. But again, this was another red flag for us because we're never comfortable going down to have a meeting in that area. Mm.
3: So there, after a meeting? Yeah. He said, I have a meeting with my client.
1: I didn't necessarily believe him on that, because again, you don't meet clients in that area. You don't do it, especially when you're talking to county and the nature of that area.
2: I can just picture Steve and Hana after Morimoto walks out of this place, you know, looking at each other across the table at this Kabukicho cafe.
1: So we were starting to think maybe he lives around here and maybe he's got more connection here than what we had surmised. Mm. Uh, We were pretty shocked about that because, again, I'd never meet anybody down there.
0: Steve suspected that Morimoto had some clients on the wrong side of the law, which isn't a crazy thought. In Japan... Most Yakuza groups have front companies, and they file taxes. Organized crime is extremely organized. And so, they couldn't let go of the feeling that something was off. When Morimoto moved to the new firm, bringing their account with him, they decided to do some investigating.
1: We then found out that Sensei, the boss of the accounting firm, told us that he was actually living in a high-rent apartment in Shinjuku.
0: Sensei was Morimoto's boss at the time of his disappearance. We plan to try and talk to him, too.
1: I can tell you right now that knowing him, knowing the jobs that he has, red flag, living above his means, which means, it means automatically it's debt.
2: Steve and Hana knew that something was off about this. They continued talking with Sensei, trying to figure out what was going on. It turned out that Morimojo had actually approached Sensei and asked for help.
1: He went to Sensei, his boss, and said, Look, I'm in a lot of trouble. I need some money. And Sensei actually lent him about 2 million
2: yen. Gone. Wow. That's the equivalent of nearly $20,000. A lot of money. But Steve and Hana weren't that surprised either. Sensei is the kind of boss who really cares about his employees and sees them as part of the family. But what he couldn't have known was that this particular employee was on the verge of causing him a whole lot of trouble. So a couple months go by. Then, towards the end of 2017, the firm gets an unexpected visitor.
3: The one guy showed up in the accounting firm. took a quiet, né? scary face. People show up. You know.
1: Somebody came in and showed up in the accounting firm looking for him.
3: Yeah, and they, they talked to him with um, Sensei.
1: With Sensei.
0: So, the so Sensei told you. That someone, shady guy, shady yeah. guy looking like Yakuza, had that face. Yep. That sort of Cro Magnon, I am pissed off face. Yes. correct. Showed up at the accounting firm looking for Morimoto.
3: Correct. Yeah, Morimoto was there.
0: Wow. Let me tell you something.
3: Wow.
1: If a shady guy shows up where you work and they have enough gall to show up there to go to your boss and say, this guy owes me money, you're talking a very, very dark side in Japan.
0: These days, even the Yakuza loan sharks, some of the shadiest and least principled criminals around, do not show up at your office to collect the debt, unless it's really, really serious. And if they do come knocking on your door, don't expect them to offer you the most attractive solutions for repayment.
3: The guy said, my friend in like a company, like Fukushima now, like a josen-sagyo
0: yeah, yeah.
3: labor, go there and they make money to pay me back.
0: By josen-sagyo, she means cleaning up nuclear waste. So, so the scary guy comes to the firm, and he says, if he can't pay me back, he should go to Fukushima, work cleaning up the nuclear disaster, correct. and then pay me back that that's way. Correct. Yeah, well, that's that's a business that the Yakuza, Yamaguchi-gumi, Inagawa-kai, all the groups, have their hands in, yeah, in high. a big way. When the man hounding Morimoto suggested he work off his debt at a nuclear disaster site, that wasn't a joke. You might remember that colossal earthquake and tidal wave in Japan in 2011, the one that caused three nuclear reactors to melt down at the TEPCO facilities in Fukushima. One of Japan's deep, dark secrets is that the Yakuza have always provided labor for nuclear power plants. And since the Fukushima disaster, they've been providing labor to help fill jobs at a place that isn't exactly appealing. Those are critical jobs though, and they need to be filled. Employees of TEPCO, which is Tokyo Electric Power Company, do not do dirty and dangerous work. It is outsourced to contractors. Background checks are not done on nuclear power plant workers, and even if they were, neither the government nor the power plant operators would necessarily exclude the Yakuza. In an on-the-record interview in 2014 with Nobumasa Sugimoto, director of nuclear security at the government's new Nuclear Regulation Authority, Sugimoto admitted, it's a bad idea to have Yakuza get access to nuclear power plants, They're criminals, but it wasn't in his power to actually make sure that doesn't happen.
2: Again, somebody has to do these jobs.
0: You can't get a gym membership in Japan for your Yakuza, or even use the public pool, but you can get a job working with plutonium. The nuclear power plant will hire anyone, no questions asked. The people at the top don't want to know, and the subcontractors don't tell them, so it works out for everyone. Even Steve thinks it's possible that Morimoto might have been taken to work as a nuclear nomad to pay off his debts. But much later, not on that day. But the scary guy wasn't going to leave empty handed.
3: Morimoto was uh, wearing a big, huge, like a watch. Fancy watch. Yeah, I don't know what kind of brand. Again, over his memes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the guy said, The watch, give me now.
0: He took it right there, in front of the sensei. Yes. This, I'd never heard this. Or maybe I didn't want to hear it. There's
1: a lot we didn't tell you. Wow. But yeah, that actually happened. So now you can see where this is going. It's going further and further and further down the rabbit hole. I mean, it's going down there.
0: From Sony Music Entertainment and Campside Media, subscribe to The Evaporated, Gone with the Gods on Apple Podcasts to binge all episodes or listen weekly wherever you get your podcasts.